Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 62 of We Podcast and We Know Things. My name is Greg Hall, and alongside of me, as always, the best damn voice in the business, Sam Matura. We're coming at you early today. We are recording Thursday, October 26th. We are coming to you, like we kind of mentioned in the previous couple weeks, a little early this week. By the time you hear it, it probably will be Friday the 27th, maybe Saturday the 28th, um, but we are coming to you just a couple days earlier because Sam has a wedding this weekend. I'm going to Atlantic City with my dad and my brother to see Frank Caliendo. That should be hilarious. Yeah, so we're looking I do forward love to his that. impressions. Yeah, we're looking forward to that. So it just made sense instead of trying to rush out an episode on Saturday morning at 2 in the morning uh, to just do it on Thursday. Uh, but with that, Sam, unfortunately, because we can't do it on a normal Saturday, we'll be missing the launch of Assassin's Creed Origins, Wolfenstein 2, Mario Odyssey, Super Mario Odyssey, and Stranger Things Season 2. So what we're going to do tonight is kind of talk a little bit about kind of what to expect. Um, The Mario Odyssey reviews are out, so we'll talk about all that. But when we come next week, we'll be back next Saturday, normal time and date. Uh, That is when we'll give, because it'll be be a week at that point, we'll give our entire impressions of both things, a full review of Odyssey, and our full impressions, because we'll both be done Stranger Things too. I assume I should be done Stranger Things. I have to unfortunately wait for Brie to get done work to start Stranger Things tomorrow, so usually it would probably be done by Friday night. I... It's going to take me a little bit longer, but I, did, I still should have it done. I did tell Ash that our Friday night, we cancel all plans. <laughs> we watch Stranger Things till she falls asleep. Then I play Odyssey until, uh, well, I'm probably actually going to wait till Saturday morning and just wake up early as, as can be, open my curtain behind you, let the sunlight creep in, and just play Odyssey until I have to go I'm, pick up my dad. I'm, I'm thinking by Sunday I should be done. I'm thinking so. by Sunday I should be I think done Odyssey. Because there's, what, nine or ten episodes for Stranger uh, Things? There was, I think there was only eight last time, yeah, yeah. so I, I want to say there's eight I th- again. I thought, I thought I read they upped it an episode or two. I, I could be wrong. Maybe. But. I don't know. It's the, well, we, we know it's somewhere between eight and yeah, ten. gotcha. Uh, but anyway, uh, before we get into that, we'll give you the kind of rundown. We did talk about how we're going to open the show tonight, but uh, we do have... Our top three, we're going to throw our top three in the open again tonight. You'll kind of see what that is in a minute. Um, trivia section after that, uh, we're going to do, we'll start off with a tech story, so a technology story tonight. Go into gaming because, again, it's the holiday season and a lot of things are dropping. Transition to movies, go to TV, end with a music story, and then our pick of the week, which is a highly requested, really popular new segment, so we're happy to do that. But before, uh, if you want to catch up on any old episodes, make sure to hit the subscribe button on YouTube, Google Play, Stitcher. It keeps the lights on for us, and we really appreciate any follow, any subscription. Heck, any review you can leave, one star, three star, five star, does not matter. The feedback helps the show grow. You can go to WePodcastAndWeKnowThings.com. It's your one-stop shop for everything we podcast and we know things, including links to our Twitch page at Twitch TV. Uh, slash Vanilla Bear 35, our YouTube channel, uh, the Podbean, which is the, kind of the hosting site that we use for our podcast, our Twitter link, which is at We Pod and We Know. And on the right side of the page, you'll see our actual feed for our Facebook page. So you can go ahead and like that, which is just search out We Podcast and We Know Things on Facebook. You'll find that. And then our Instagram, at uh, We Podcast and We Know Things. So there you go in terms of plugs. But Sam, start out with Stranger Things. Um, you know, we've talked at nauseum, what to expect, this, that, and the other, but just the hype is real. Unfortunately, because I guess it's all on Netflix and they can't drop it early, there really isn't any review out yet, like early review. Yeah, and I'm surprised it didn't leak somewhere, someone didn't grab it, but that's okay. That means there's no, I'm going in spoiler free, so, which is good. Did you know it actually takes place a year? I, I did, well, I listened to The Nerdist with Chris Harwick, he had the Duffer Brothers on. 
Definitely go listen yeah, to that. Yeah, definitely listen. It was, it was about an hour interview. It was pretty good. Um, but if it wasn't for them telling me that, no, I did not know that. The reason I picked up, I didn't know it was exactly a year, um, but because Eleven has hair in yep. the trailers, and that's not a spoiler, Eleven has hair in the trailers, maybe about shoulder length. And if you think when she was pretty much bald in episode, or season one, maybe just like a shaven head, maybe a four blade. Uh, <laughs> so I was thinking three. Okay, three blade. Uh, then she... Uh, has almost shoulder length hair in this one, so and it's not a wig this time. So you have to figure some yeah. time passes. But you're gonna travel deep in to the upside down in this season. My big question to you is how long until we see Barb again? Do we no, see Barb? No. <laughs> no. That's the last thing on my mind. No, it's not. It's gotta be the first. Brig Barb, she's dead. Whoa! Barb is not dead. She is long live Barb. Every- she, you will see her alive in the upside down as either whether it be like chained up or tied up to something or like gasping or clinging to life. We're going to see Barb and I'm thinking episode two. I almost she's going to go Jon Snow. I, I almost want, I almost want to say that Duffer brothers literally said, yeah, she's dead. <laughs> I think they did. I believe there was a an interview sure. like, about a year ago. She's gone, <laughs> but I don't care. Hope has a lot. There is a cult following for Barb out there. I was never one of them cult members. <laughs> once, once she went into that pool, I said, Oh, she don't. <laughs> she, she was a, she was a really fun character because uh, it was almost to a point where, like, you, you know, the, the typical thing. Nerdy best friend. Best friend gets popular. She stays behind. Something bad happens to her. and there's Guy's sympathy. into her hot friend and she's – Yeah, yeah. Guy's into <laughs> her hot in friend. She's left out in the, in the – literally in the pool uh, to drown. <laughs> but um, I, I'm a fan of Barb. I'm, I'm part of – I wouldn't say the cult following of Barb, but I'm a supporter of Barb. I think she comes back or at least we see her – in some aspects, do you think she's mentioned? Since you don't think we're gonna see her, do you think she's mentioned? Maybe her, maybe her friend actually, you know, Amy Rossum Jr. Maybe mm-hmm. she mentioned like no one's seen Barbara. Maybe they see her. Maybe right. they see her corpse. Right. Who knows? Now we had the villain, uh, the monster from the first season that was so lovingly dubbed the Demogorgon. Um, actually, truth be told, I believe this is right. Stranger Things season one was set in 1983. However, the Demogorgon didn't hit Dungeons and Dragons till 1984. Just a little trivia for you. Oh. Uh, Greg dropping nerd knowledge. Um, and I believe that in one of the episodes, there's a Volkswagen, like, bug or something like that. That version is a 1986. So they, they are... <laughs> Greg's de- done his homework, they ladies are and definitely, gentlemen. Definitely, there are some... Uh, listen, you know me. I, you got to pick apart something. I, I'm a fan of critiques, um, so just to... I, dude, it's the best Netflix show there is. So I'm not, like, saying I don't like it. Easily or one I, of the best. Yeah, one of. Um, definitely one of, for sure. So... I don't know. It's just like little things. Now we got it in 1984. So again, the the villain, the monster, was so lovingly dubbed the Demogorgon. This one, I believe, is the Tetrahedra. The Tetrahydra. Do you think they conquer it by the end of the season? I, I don't. I don't know, man. Like maybe they just kind of hold it at bay because I I believe Duffer Brothers said their their goal was to have season three and four. Like I'm pretty like they basically at the end of the interview was like, well, hopefully we'll have you again on season three. And they're like, yeah, we'll hope to be back. So it's basically assumed there's going to be a three. I know they wanted to do four. They said four, yeah. They said so four. I'm, I'm assuming, I, I, as big as this monster is, I, I'd say maybe he makes it. What is cool about uh, the Netflix part of it is instead of being syndicated, obviously we can binge watch, but uh, there's an Easter egg that is actually not super hidden, but just it's not out there in the open for Netflix. Um, if you right now, as you're reading this, Go to Netflix's website. I don't think it's on any app. I don't think it's on the Xbox, PlayStation, smart TV app, cell phone. If you go to Netflix.com, go to the Halloween favorite section, click on Stranger Things, and go to the actual Stranger Things Netflix page. 
if you scroll the screen to the right, there's apparently a red orb that's kind of hidden there. Uh, you click on the red orb, and all of a sudden, you know how up in the top right of the screen on Netflix, it's kind of a preview? Yeah, okay. So that preview turns upside down in, and then turns into the upside down, and then the Demogorgon like, rips the screen apart. That's pretty neat. So a little Easter egg for anybody that wants to go try that out. I tried it before Sam got here, um, and it, it worked. So That's cool. I didn't hear anything like that. Yeah, so Netflix.com. Go to the Stranger Things page. Click the red orb. If you scroll the screen to the right, it's on the right-hand side. And then watch what happens. It's really neat. Sam, if we remember, I'll show you cool. when we're done. If if uh, we remember. Last time I said I was going to show you something, we forgot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you think season two will be better than season one? I would say yeah, because it just, you know, again, having more money, no one now already establishing what the show is. Everyone's invested in every character. And just, I mean, just a glimpse of the monster. I mean, it's big. I'm in. <laughs> it's big. I think everything about this season will be bigger than, than in season one. The scope, I mean, the it, peril. Like, well, we, you know, we already know our, the characters now. Like, the first season, we had to get to know them a little mm-hmm. bit. Like, are, are we going to follow these kids? And we did. Well, did, there's did. a new kid, the girl, the yeah. redheaded girl, yeah. and Sean Astin's character who's dating... Uh, Will's good old, mom, good old Rudy. Yeah, Winona, yeah, Rudy, Daniel, Daniel Rudiger. Um, he's dating Will Byers' mom, who, aka Winona Ryder, in the show. So we do have new characters yeah. to get ourselves into, and apparently they want to introduce more kids as the show expands into later seasons too. So it'll be like a Stranger Things universe. Ooh, it could be like the Degrassi version oh, of no, Stranger no, Things. No, no. There's Degrassi. <laughs> there's new kids in Degrassi every season. Maybe Stranger Things has taken the Degrassi route because they realize that it's the best show in Canadian you television lost, history. You lost me. And by the way, to tie it all together, Degrassi's new class is on Netflix and as an exclusive it's just to tie the Netflix piece together <laughs> maybe they're taking notes from Degrassi oh I, I surely hope not <laughs> I surely hope so uh, and then the other thing that came out this week was super or that is coming out tomorrow Friday the 27th as we've been talking about this since January when uh, they announced the game Super Mario Odyssey is finally out on the Nintendo Switch probably by the time you're hearing this. the real question Will Amazon have it delivered for you? And I put that on our Instagram page this morning at We Podcast and We Know Things because my Mario Kart 8 Deluxe was a day late, my Splatoon 2 was a day late, people's SNES classics are still not there, and uh, apparently a lot of messed up th- stuff with just Switches in general. Um, or not Switches, I'm sorry, Nintendo products in general, apparently Amazon has just been behind on getting them. Now, I did check my app, and it has officially shipped, uh, but it's shipped yesterday which means i hope that it's on the second day nah, you, I you should it. be good as, as long as you got the, the the shipped email you should be okay i just want five hours with it when i wake up on saturday i'll i'll wait the rest until sunday i'm not going to bring my switch with me to atlantic city i've decided that i'm going to be a big boy it's, it's a big step for you i'm going to be a big boy <laughs> uh, i'm not going to bring it i'll probably still bring it and then sunday when i get home there's a football game there's nfl at 9 30 because there's a game in london so or mexico city maybe no it's it's London. So it's, do I do I wake up Sunday too and play or do I watch football? I refuse to play Mario Odyssey undocked in handheld mode. It will be on my TV. So fo- football trumps it. So football ah, kind of has to if trump so it. Facto. If so facto, football trumps it. <laughs> and I, you know, quite frankly, I've never been hyped for a game as much. Besides Pokemon. <laughs> it's tough. It's tough. Mario was with me longer than Pokemon has. I've known Mario. Mario was your first love. Mario was my first love. It's the game that I speed run. It is the franchise that I have the most debt into. I mean, Pokemon 802, 803 now. Like, 
Yeah, that's a lot to remember. Mario, boom, boom, you know what it is. Oh, of course. Now, this yeah. game takes a lot from 64 and Sunshine, more than 3D World and Galaxy and Galaxy 2 and the, the left-to-right platformers. This is more of that. You go into a big world. There's a ton of different objectives in that world, so it's definitely the closest thing to Super Mario 64 that we've gotten since 1996. So I'm really looking forward to getting back into that. But apparently, do you remember Super Mario 64 yeah, pretty yeah, well? Yeah, yeah. So you had to get 120 stars to beat that game. Allegedly, there's 800 or so moons in this game to collect. Holy so, shit. Uh, but now, the, the flip side to that is that apparently you can beat this game in 10 to 15 hours, maybe 10 to 12 hours, if you just go through the main story and don't get any of the other moons, don't go exploring. Of course, you know me. I can't do that. Uh, but He's a completist. But 8... eight I'm sorry, uh, 800. That gives me roughly... If you have to do about 200 to 250 to beat the main story, that gives me 600 or so moons to go collect in my spare time. That's a 50-hour <laughs> investment. Holy shit. So I could be dropping just as much time into this game as I did a Pokemon game if around 80 more. hours. And, and then I can go back and, and, and play it again. And I'm assuming you're going to love the game. I mean, it is... I'm sure we're going to get into listen, the reviews for it's it. getting ev- everywhere I've seen, but one place has really kind of given it uh, fantastic scores. Here's just, just one. IGN. Mario's games have been around for almost as long as game consoles have been a thing, but thankfully he's always evolving. We rarely get the same Mario twice. Super Mario Odyssey delivers on that ongoing promise of originality and innovation. It distills the venerable series' joyful, irreverent world with characters and best-in-class platforming action. It introduces a steady stream of new and unexpected mechanics. It's all spun together into a generational masterpiece. Super Mario Odyssey is a brilliant adventure and a love letter to the series that made Nintendo a household name. 10 out of 10 masterpiece. Wow, that's high praise right there. And I've seen GameSpot gave oh, it a I was, 10. I was waiting for all you say that. They gave it a 6 out of 10. <laughs> it's like, what? IGN gave it a 10. Um, uh, GameSpot gave it a 10. Uh, I'm, I'm going on YouTube to see uh, Game Explains v- uh, review of it. The Jay Witz's review of it. The only review that I didn't see that was an, this was an 8 out of 10. Pro Jared, he used to be on Screw Attack. He's broken off and, and since since done his own thing. A fantastic YouTube channel, a fantastic YouTube content creator. Go go give him a, a subscription on YouTube. He came out and he delivered some criticism of the game, which I appreciate, man. Like I like it when people tell it as it is yeah. and, and are real about it, and you don't just fluff it up because you got the game for free from Nintendo and that it's a Mario game. Be as critical as you want. You know, and I feel like you know, it's. I think that's actually kind of smart because everyone's seen ten out of ten, ten. Oh, this guy gave an eight. Let me see his reasoning for an eight. I love that, and that's yeah. and you're, you, Sam. You're one hundred percent correct. Yeah. And I, it, he doesn't give the score until the end, but he started off. His first sentence was basically like, "It's a really good game. Yeah. I just don't know how great it is." And right there, I'm like, "I got to watch the Interesting, yeah. And you know, the down, th- the thumbs down on YouTube are coming, and the dislikes, and people aren't even caring. Of course, it's just you're, not you're, getting attention. You're always going to have the haters. Come on. And that's a problem yeah. that we live in a world that you think because you play a certain console, you have superiority over some other console player, uh, or because you love a franchise, it can't be perfect. Yeah. Like I have a little bit of an issue with that, but you know, well, looking at it. Taking off the rose-colored glasses, I'll give it a 10. Like, this game is going to be perfect. Yeah. You'll get my full review next week. Um, but I'm not going to let his 8, because 8 is still a really good score. Yeah. It's uh, not like he gave it a 5 or a 2. That's what, a, a, a C-? minus. It's, it's a B. It's is a it? solid B. If A, B, C, D, E, well, A, B, C, D, F, yeah. right? 2, 4, 6, 8, 10. 
eight is a B. You yeah, I guess two. right. Yeah. So it's A A minus B B minus all that good stuff. So I mean, in reality, you give the game a B out of a, you know on a letter scale, an eight out of a number scale, a numeric scale of ten. That's a hell of an achievement. And you know, there are spots in this game that I'm watching. I stayed spoiler free. Thank goodness. But when you go into these pipes that are 8-bit and you come out the other end as 8-bit Mario, but you're still wearing the costume. You can put on whatever costume you want. That's cool. Um, and, yeah, you can be Dr. Mario or the Mario from Super Mario Maker or um, a football player or a guy, a Mario with swimmies and a little life preserver on with, like, Perfect. a rubber duck hat. It's whatever you want to make Mario, you can do it. A chef. And uh, – and then you can obviously possess anything with the new hat ability. You can possess a Tyrannosaurus Rex, a person, a car. Why not? And Right. And I really think, you know, hopefully next Saturday when you come over for the podcast, I'm not done it, but I'm still playing it. I, I assume yeah. I will be. And you get to just watch yeah. five minutes yeah. just to say, Definitely. this is this is the Mario I was hoping for. And, and again, I'll give you my full review, but that's like, what IGN... Let, let's see what Greg was all excited about for all these oh, months. Oh, my God. But if you have a Switch, it's a must-own. Just go pick it up. I haven't even played it yet, and I'm telling you. It's a must-own game. Amazon had it for 20% off. I got it for 50 bones. Anyways, uh, let's jump into our top three. Our top three for the evening in celebration of Super Mario Odyssey is going to be our top three Mario characters. Yeah, so, you know, when I think, obviously, oh, you think all the old school games. But me, I like to always think of, like, kind of like Super Smash Brothers. That's kind of what, like, you know, I grew up playing and stuff. So, number three, I went with Yoshi. Even though it was always a love-hate thing, love-hate relationship with Yoshi with me because every time I was going up against him the bastard always ate me and shit me out and I right off to the side of the stage exactly Yoshi good good overall player in Smash uh very good in Mario Kart the Mario Kart series made his first appearance in Super Mario World jumping coming out of the eggs is a is a staple in Mario games moving forward uh there's a meme in Super Mario Maker that you get Yoshi towards the end of a level, but you make a jump impossible unless you jump off Yoshi and sacrifice him to the lava. There's like a kill Yoshi meme, so it's really that's, funny. That's kind of cool. I, I dig Yoshi myself. My number three, um, I'm going to go off of a favorites and give just a huge shout out. Uh, my number three has to be Princess Peach, man. Princess Peach, Sam wants to laugh. No, I, 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 I was going to laugh, and I said, you know what? I like that pick. Here's my reasoning. No, I, I like Two reasons. Number one. Chick's underrated in Smash. All right, let's just get it on. Okay. In Melee, she's a fantastic Smash character if you know how to use her right. Moving forward in Smash, she's okay. I wouldn't say she's necessarily a top-tier character, but definitely and mid. She, she was our princess growing up that we had to save. How about this? To that point, Sam, the other, the other reason, without her, there are no Mario games. There are none. Yeah. We do not have yeah. Super Mario right. Bros. Absolutely. Without her, because she's the bitch I... who got captured that's literally why i kind of i i was going to life and i stopped and said you know what that's actually a good pick so yeah that's a solid number three brother i wouldn't love mario without her <laughs> number two I had, to, I had to give some love for the brother gotta go with luigi mario gets all the love and who you cannot forget the uh john Leguizamo movie <laughs> Dude, it was bad super mario bros movie john Leguizamo was luigi so what's your name luigi mario this mario mario i'm luigi mario <laughs> horrible movie by the way it's not even like a, a it's bad you know it is you shout even, outs go. shout outs to it but shout outs to the gaming historian another fantastic youtube channel he did a 32 minute video on the history of that film good go for watch him. it good it is for him unbelievably interesting good for him oh yeah that was my number two uh my number two is the evil equivalent of luigi yeah. waluigi bang waluigi <laughs> gotta love waluigi uh, do you know the first game Waluigi ever showed up in? 
It was going to be my trivia question, but I stayed away from it. Does it have to do with GameCube? It does not. It is I Nintendo 64. Okay. I'll give you that. It's Nintendo 64. And it's not Mario 64. That, that was going to be my... I don't know. That was literally what I was going to say. Mario Tennis. It was Waluigi's oh, first ever appearance. Maybe, okay. Was and he on the cover? He was on the cover. He is in okay. the opening cinematic with okay. Wario. He's a really good net player because he's tall. So I stand up. Tall right and up, lanky. I stand right up by the net, and he's really, really good as a close range player. But that was Waluigi's first. Since then, because I got Mario Tennis as soon as it came out, since then he has been my favorite character. And the biggest butt hurt that I feel as a Mario fan, he has never been a playable character in Super Smash Bros. Ever. He's been, oh, in the, wow. he's been an assist trophy. He's been a trophy. I don't think he's actually been an assist trophy. Maybe just a trophy that you could unlock. But he's never been a playable character. Let's start tweeting at him. Let's, let's uh, we've, get we've them tried. Out we've tried. Okay. The Waluigi community has tried. <laughs> I'm a huge Waluigi fan. <laughs> My number one. It's the only player. The only player I use when we play Mario Kart. Unless somebody, yeah! else, unless oh, somebody I, else I picks it. You did it. You did it. I couldn't get low enough. But it's, oh, it, 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 it's I can't Toad. do it either. Toad, Toad was the man. No matter – even I went actually to – me and Brie went to round one over the weekend. Played a little, a little initial D action. And we played Mario Kart. I was Toad. And she was, she was actually princess. She beat me by a hair. I was so butthurt. But I, I had to go with Toad. <laughs> Shout outs to Brie. Uh, okay. My number one. Uh, give it up for the brother himself, man. Luigi. He is oh! He is the ultimate Mario brother. <laughs> Uh, let's not forget that Luigi jumps higher, doesn't run as fast, can't really stop on a dime. He's taller, he's more attractive, he's skinnier, <laughs> he jumps higher, he's more useful, he's my main in Super Mario Run, he's my he's one of my mains in Smash, he's probably one of my three mains that I, I kind of rotate out between him, uh, Ness, and Little Mac. Um, he is the only, he's the best player in Super Mario 2, uh, maybe outside of Peach. Uh, I only try to use him in Super Mario 3. If we play two-player, everybody else is always player one, so I can be Luigi for player two. Luigi, I was butthurt he wasn't in Super Mario 64. There was an actual urban legend surrounding Luigi and him being in Super Mario 64. Um, there is a outside, uh, there's an outside area in Super Mario 64. You can go into the back courtyard of the castle, and out there is booze. There's the ghosts floating yeah. around, and there's a carnival thing that pops up, and you can dive into it. Well, there's also a fountain out there, and in the fountain is, I believe, a statue of Mario, but on the statue, there's a plate, and on the plate, it forever was thought to have said, I believe, like, L is real, or something like that, which players took as Luigi is real. Yeah. So they're trying to crack the game and break the code, and if you beat it here and do this, that, and the other, can you get Luigi? And then somebody modded Luigi into the game, oh, so people wow. thought it was real, yeah. and there was an urban legend going on forever about that. Um, so I always found that story fascinating, just the little things that developers can kind of put into a game without telling anybody has always fascinated yeah. me. Like, in, in Mortal Kombat, every now and again, you uppercut somebody, the guy comes out and says... Uh, well, I, everybody thought he said whoopsie, but you know he comes out and he's like toasty. Yeah, that guy, I, I always. That's what, the what? that's the audio programmer for the game who put that in the game without anybody knowing. That's they didn't awesome. Know. Yeah, Tobias and Boone had no idea he put that in there. I mean, when I first found out what he actually said, I was like, I've been saying it wrong for years. Oh, we all thought it was whoopsie, <laughs> yeah, but yeah. it's toasty, as a matter of fact. But just that Luigi man, he is yeah. the best bro. Mario Party main, uh, Mario Kart baby Luigi or regular Luigi main. That's it for me. Yeah. That's all I need That's in life okay. is Luigi. Sam, we're going to go into trivia. It is 1.5 for me, 0.5 for you. If you get the point, uh, if you're new to the trivia section, if you get it right away, straight away, it's one point. If you need the multiple choice answers and you get it right, you get one half of a point. Sam, I'm going to go first. Give you a chance to tie it up. It is Toad-centric. I oh, made it cool. just for you because I knew your number one was going to be Toad. So, <clears throat> excuse me. 
What was the first game Toad was ever playable? Playable, not featured in. Playable. God damn it. <sighs> Gotta make my brain work this late. If he goes with... Oh, yeah, by the way, we're recording. Usually it's 6... Uh, I'm sorry, 7 to 8 in the morning. It's now 7.31 at night. And we both you know, worked our full days, so... I hate to... I'm going to have to hear the titles. Oh! I know. All I, right. Uh, so, uh, we have Super Mario Bros. 1, Super Mario Bros. 2, New Super Mario Bros. on the Wii, or Captain Toad Treasure Tracker. Which... He is definitely a playable character in that game. Yeah, I, it's, I, I, he is the titular. I, 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 I figured the title gave that one away. Um, Just needed to, to everybody to know. All right. Damn it! <laughs> I'm not. I'm not confident. Let's go with C. C would be New Super Mario Bros. He is playable in that as a four-player character. You can. Uh, Collect coins, knock people out, whatever. No, but in fact, he is playable B. in Super Mario Bros. 2. Damn it. Uh, he is... You can, uh, bet- before every level in that game, you can choose Mario, Luigi, Toad, or Peach. You bastard. So. But, solid question. So, mine, I figured, is right up your alley because it was kind of what we were talking about a little bit last week. What came first? Wendy's or Taco Bell? Wendy's. Final answer? Yes. Incorrect. Wow. Taco Bell, nineteen sixty-two. Wendy's, nineteen sixty-nine. Wow, that is shocking. That right, that's what I, 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 is what, that old? That's what I'm saying. I was like, holy shit! I said, let's let's test Greg's Can knowledge. You wonder what a Taco Bell taco tasted like in nineteen sixty-two? Well, it was. I was originally going to have BK in there, and that mm. was, I think, fifty-nine. So I was like, you know, let me keep it between Wendy's and Taco Bell because they were on Greg's list. Did you see the founder? That I did not. Movie? With um, it's on Netflix. Michael Keaton. I heard. Um, Dude, it's I, good. I mean, it basically, I know that Ray Kroc's a piece of shit and, yeah, and yeah, basically robbed the McDonald's brothers of the whole... It kind of is, yeah. You know? and, and I think that that movie definitely stays real... But I, I do I do want to check close. it out because it's, I, it's free. It's I heard free. good things. It's I just really may not good. like it's Ray Kroc. It's a long. A little long. I expected it to end two or three times. Ash was out on a Saturday, a couple like maybe a month ago, while we were on hiatus, and I just threw it on. But I mean, it, it just sucks that, you know, <laughs> knowing that he took advantage of him. We're going to start in the tech world tonight, as a matter of fact, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Sam sent me the story this morning... Uh, as a matter of fact, that I couldn't believe. I'm sitting there. Yeah, I, I when I literally read, I was like, "This is crazy." I'm sitting there, just in my office, and I get this text message. And and Sam has sent me some out there stories in the past, so I'm like, "All right, I got to check out the source." And the source is the Chicago Tribune. So when you see the Chicago Tribune, one of the mo- most well-known newspapers <laughs> in the country, you stop and you listen. Uh, Sam, uh, it is the Amazon Key. Yep. Take it, get listeners. We're gonna take two seconds. Give a moment of silence. I want you to ponder what that could be. Sam, the Amazon key. So basically, it's let's say you're you're at work, whatever. So there's an app that they can basically get into your house, but first, it's a two hundred fifty dollar fee for cameras to be installed in your house. They come in, place the package wherever. And they go lock up and roll down their windows yeah. and wave. Okay, number one, I barely trust anyone as it is. You think I'm going to let someone into my house? My dog's going to attack you. Then I got to worry about getting sued or whatnot. It's you do get an, a notification on your smartphone when they arrive, so you can watch it live as it happens. Yeah, I mean, okay, I understand that, but again, 
I don't trust anyone. I don't care if there's a thousand characters. I don't want no one in my house, especially when I'm not there. Yeah, I know. you got to hide that sex dungeon. Yeah, you know what I mean? I don't want everyone to see that. <laughs> Here is per Chicago Tribune. Amazon Key is rolling out next month in Chicago. So November. Next month in Chicago and 36 other cities. It requires an Amazon Prime membership, a $250 installation kit, and a degree of trust in granting delivery drivers access to your home. The system, which includes keyless door entry, a video camera, and a real-time notification to watch the event as it happens, may deliver peace of mind to some customers by thwarting the growing problem of porch pirating, basically thieves that swipe packages before they get to the rightful recipient. And that happened to me in my apartment. I had a pair of Americas taken from my upstairs neighbor who never admitted to it. Amazon was gracious enough to send me another pair without asking. Um, But that happened... So, I wouldn't be so opposed to this. The only reason I would is because if they keep the door open while they do this, my cats could run out. And you don't know if you have pets. Maybe you you probably, as you're signing up, have to put there that you have pets. So, there's no allergies to the person delivering the package. There's no surprises. I would imagine that's part of the process. But I mean, I I understand. Okay. I like the fact because I know there are some people that, you know, Especially like me when I, you know, if I'm selling someone comics or something, there's people that say, you know, have a signature, you know, confirmation because there have been stolen, you know, packages in the past. Me on, you know, luckily enough, my neighbors are very nice and cool that they don't come on my property and take my package if I'm not there. But to me still to have someone come in my house, I mean, hey, it's, it's different. It's a new idea. I I can't blame Amazon for trying. They're a multi-billion dollar company. Why not take a chance? We know, we know who tried. And apparently they're opening up a new headquarters in bristol i did hear that yeah which is better for us it's faster shipment for me because <laughs> i'm a prime member <laughs> yeah uh but amazon just continuing to innovate you like you like to see but, it like, it might not be the best idea ever but it's sure is I, something new you have like the amazon fresh you know they deliver mm-hmm. you know food and stuff that and, hey, button you can press and it automatically puts in your cart and pays for it i mean i i can't blame them for trying it just for me you know where i'm i'm, I'm comfortable with my neighborhood so well i mean hey i'll definitely let everyone try it out let me hear the reviews with people getting it done and as we move into the NPS, I'm sorry, the NPD uh, scores for September, basically, again, we do it every month. Uh, we said last episode that they should have been out by then. They weren't out. Whatever. It happens. It's the top 10 selling games for the month. Our biggest fear has come true. Our biggest fear <laughs> has come true with these with these ratings. Uh, these were the top 10 selling games for the month of September. Number 10, Tom Clancy's excuse me, Rainbow Six Siege. Number 9, The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Which is great to see that on. Still hanging on. Number eight, NHL 2018. Fantastic. Number seven, to Sam's point, our worst nightmare. (laughs) Grand Theft Auto V. It's I mean, it's unbelievable that it's still here, but it's it went up a little bit. Four and a half years now. I believe it was March of thirteen. And I think wasn't it four last month, if I'm not mistaken? I thought it it had like a it had a a big Because a big GTA online thing dropped. Um, and there wasn't really many games in the middle of the summer in August. Unbelievable. Or maybe even June or July because it's E3 territory. So, yeah, it is still on the top ten. Like, Rockstar is just rolling in it. They took a lot of money that was made from this game. They're remastering uh, L.A. Noir, which is a fantastic game about being a sleuth in, in Los Angeles in the 1950s. And you're a detective. And they use this mocap, this facial animation, that you can literally read their words and facial expressions. And you're basically the point is you interview people uh, as a detective. And you have to look at their face to see if they're lying or not, and pick up the things. And it's Gotta coming find to find their tell. All and, right. it's, and it's coming to switch on the seventeenth of November. So. <laughs> of course. Um, so Rockstars is rolling yeah. in dough. Uh, number six, 
Uh, Marvel versus Capcom Infinite. So nice to That's see good. a good, good fighting game. I heard good game. things about it. It, it, it got good I reviews. Just didn't want to drop sixty dollars on it. It got good reviews, except for uh, the animations. Some of the characters look ridiculous. Some of the animations look PS2 level, but the solid core. They say it's a fantastic fighting game. Uh, number five, Mario and Rabbids Kingdom Battle. That's so cool, Mario. <laughs> Mario just plus, lit up. <laughs> Mario plus Rabbids Kingdom Battle again for at least the next four hours. My game of the year, of course, <laughs> um, until Odyssey hits. But enjoy I'm really, the four hours while you can. I'm really happy that that's number um, five. I'm sorry, number five, number four, FIFA 18, number three, Madden NFL 18, number two, NBA 2K 18. Oh shit, sports and, taking it. And number one, Destiny 2. Uh, so nice to see the game from Bungie, the people who invented and created Halo, still rocking and rolling with the piece of shit that is <laughs> that is Destiny and Destiny Two. Um, okay, whatever. Well, enjoy it for now because I'm pretty sure next month it'll be bumped. Uh, I would assume Odyssey yeah, will, will probably right. be in the top three, um, and then in November, Pokemon's Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon come out, and Call of Duty uh, World War Two come out. So I would assume those two games are also top three. Christmas come early. Christmas may come early. I'm excited to see NPD uh, for the next two months. And I'm really – three months because October uh, too. I'm also really excited to see if Switch can hold out with being the with top selling console with the Xbox One X um, and just the holidays in general. Yeah. I, I really I think, I, Honestly, I think that's a coin flip. Like it's, it could go either way. It's been the best selling console five of its seven months on the market. So you would only think that it would get better – with Odyssey out, and there's 13 games releasing on Switch yeah. this week. This week. So it's, and 15 last week. 28 games in two weeks for Switch. Don't say there's no games, people. Eh. Ryan Sands. Yeah, well, saying- Ryan Sands. <laughs> Ryan Sands. <laughs> Natalie can't say it. <laughs> uh, let's go ahead and read another review. Uh, Fire Emblem Warriors came out actually this past Tuesday. So it's not a part of the big 27th uh, games that come out, but it did come out. Fire Emblem, again, a really fun Nintendo original IP, and it is based in the Warriors universe, Dynasty Warriors, uh, Hyrule Warriors, that big beat-em-up. But this game apparently adds a nice layer of strategy on top of it, so it's not just a, you know, you go do your thing and just hack and slash. Which is also (laughs) not... I love that type of game. The malleable quality of Fire Emblem's weapons, triangle, and the pairing systems make it a natural fit for this hack and slash genre. Even when I could barely tell what the hell, well, I'll say it, what the hell, uh, what was going on on the crowded battlefield and my troops were a little too codependent, I enjoyed directing the action and jumping in to be a part of the carnage. And while Fire Emblem Warriors makes poor use of Fire Emblem's universe's story and history, we still get traces of the relationships between the characters that can make it memorable. Fire Emblem Warriors is a fun blend of hack and slash strategy that makes good on the use of its inspirations ideas 8.0 great i i was there sounds like an eight to me yeah and and that's all if you like the dynasty warriors games you dig fire emblem and even if you've never liked fire emblem but you play maybe as marth or roy in smash bros this is your opportunity to get a little deeper into fire emblem Something you're gonna pick up or you're passing? Ooh, no, I, I'm not a big figured, hack and I slash. I know that's what I was gonna say. I, I couldn't couldn't see it up your alley, but hey, you, I know, dig, you take chances sometimes. I dig beat 'em ups, like left to right beat 'em ups. You know, Power uh, Power Rangers on Super Nintendo, Spin Master, uh, Streets of Rage, that series, but not so much the big giant Dynasty Warriors. We used to play them in Jim Gallon's house yeah. as kids. I just never connected I think it's with Dynasty it. Dynasty Warriors four, Six. no four, four, three and four. Yeah. One was set in the old yeah. West too. Um, I believe, or maybe some sort of the Old West. I had on the rundown a possible Wolfenstein 2 review, because that game comes out tomorrow or Friday as well. 
Unfortunately, I guess the embargo was not lifted yet because there are no, no reviews out yet. That's odd. But it's getting fantastic early impressions from people on Twitter saying, I can't put it down. Uh, one guy wrote, um, I would tell you more about it, but I uh, but I can't put it down. Another guy said, I can't. I have to put it down because I have to do this thing called going to work. So oh, it is getting drag. And a lot of people are saying it hits you from the very start. So if you hate damn Nazis. Uh, Wolfenstein right up your alley that is also coming to Nintendo Switch I believe around the holiday or early 2018 that is also a game maybe I'll be picking up with my work points because I really like the idea of um, that setting anything in of World course, War II like I'm totally down with and this is a uh, definitely a uh, what's the word I'm looking for like an overdone kind of alternate history which i'm a big fan of uh possible uh, assassin's creed origins review good news there are assassin's creed origins reviews available uh this one returned not returned went to egypt <laughs> so we've had assassin's creeds like everywhere we even had a pirate version of it in assassin's creed 4 black flag um but just to go into a little bit about um assassin's creed origin and its review Let's see, it's right here. Assassin's Creed Origin is a deep dive into a truly stunning realization of ancient Egypt with a rich series of cultures, genuine characters, and, a, and more mission variety than any other game in the series. The combat is challenging and thoughtful, and while the loot system doesn't match up to games like Destiny 2, there are enough weapon types and enough enemy variety to keep you swapping between weapons uh, catered to the situation. The RPG elements encourage challenges of their own, and even despite a handful of bugs, I desperately want to keep playing. Assassin's Creed is an expansive RPG-style dive into ancient Egypt with tense combat and tons of variety. 9.0 amazing. Well, I didn't think it was going to rate it that high. This is the first Assassin's Creed game since Black Flag to really score well. So good to see them coming back. They're not annualizing it. They really took their time with this one. Egypt is a fascinating place. I mean, I, I missed the boat on the Assassin's Creed games. I never got into it as, as everybody else did. But, I mean, hey, if you enjoy it, you know, pick it up. Why I, not? I tried the first one when it came out in 2006, which is crazy. It was 11 years ago. I instantly hated it. It was buggy. It was not what I thought. If I was just a badass assassin in the past, killing people and, and diving off of buildings into haystacks and hiding myself and being sleuthy and stealthy, I would love it. it did, did the first one come out like when like God of War came out? No, God of War came out in like 2000-2002-ish. Okay. Um, I believe God of War 3 came out around the this first, time. The first one? Around this time. Okay. Um, yeah, God of War 3 on PS3, I believe, came out around the same time Assassin's Creed did. Um, I'm not 100% sure on that. Maybe it was a year or two in between. But Assassin's Creed has this weird um, time travel. You're not really an assassin, but yeah. you're thinking about your ancestors who were, and you're stuck in their minds. Stupid yeah, kind it, of twist. It, that never interests me. It, just doesn't, I let it, go. it just doesn't. Yeah. Uh, Team Rocket. We all know and love Team Rocket from the Generation Jesse. 1 and 2. Jesse James and they're talking. Meow. They will be back. Meow too? Uh, no. I was saying, he, he better evolve. <laughs> Team Rocket, not necessarily Jesse and James, but Team Rocket will be returning for Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. It was, uh, there was a Japanese uh, ad for the game, basically, and you can see behind the text, two Team Rocket grunts with an R on their chest, so you know it's Team so, Rocket. Oh, we, we won't have the rapping, or the rapping group anymore? We won't, we, no, we're going to have Team Skull. Oh, we are. Oh, yeah, we're okay, definitely okay. going to have Team Skull and Guzma. Team Skull was the best Hands it, down. It was funny. They were the Every best. Every time they came up and they do like the little motion, I, I, just, I would just laugh. Yeah, they would like wiki wiki yeah. at you and yeah. then rap in your face. 
They were the best Pokemon villain I think ever. I think they were better than Rocket. Rocket just hits us because it's our childhood. Exactly. And but, I, I think that's the nostalgia factor. And I think nostalgia is kicking in again with this game because uh, there are screenshots of Kanto in the background of these screenshots. That you, they can't go back to Gen 1 and you're going to get Team Rocket again. I'm interested to see how they're going to tie Team Rocket into this new story. Yeah. Maybe because it's an alternate universe or what have you. They're the villain. Who knows? Only time will tell. It's like three weeks before I mean, the game comes out. They already have our money, so it's, it's yeah. three weeks away, yeah. man. That, that that's nuts. I didn't even pre-order it. I gotta probably jump on Amazon that's, and pick up it, Ultra Sun. You don't think GameStop's on it? I don't want to shop at GameStop, so it's cool. I don't. I don't shop. At that's GameStop. That yeah, I'm sorry. I don't I shop you. at GameStop. Uh, Microsoft fully discontinues the Connect. Finally, just gone. See ya. It's sitting right there in the box since the day I got it. You never opened it. Never once. Good for you. Yeah, yeah, I don't have... Go, go for you. I got very little room to play with right here with my Xbox One. You got, um, you got like a half an inch. Yeah, about. <laughs> and I don't... And the purpose of that was if my streaming device ever went down or broke, I had a backup because yeah. you can stream through the Kinect, both audible and visual. Uh, visual. And that was the reason I got it, not to play Kinect games. Was that like for like a, like like the work? Wasn't there like a workout game people use the Kinect for? There was for? a ton yeah, of yeah. different games. Yeah, Star Wars Kinect, Dragon Ball Z Kinect. They were both pieces of shit. But those <laughs> games, a bunch of workout games, sports yeah. games... Um, but the Kinect is something that has the camera built in, has the sensors built in, and a camera. I'm sorry, and a microphone, so I can. So now that's just absolutely useless. No, if I if if no, it'll still support, but they're just done selling. Them. Okay, okay, they're completely I discontinued. Gotcha. So that whole I would say eight year dive into the Kinect, maybe 2008 nine ish, um, when the Kinect came out, that is effectively over. Microsoft is moving past it, getting back into with the Xbox One X, just truly about. High definition, fantastic looking games, games, games. Not so much an entertainment or children's style to it. Let Nintendo handle that. Um, PSVR handle that. Microsoft, move on. Get back into games and win the hearts and minds of gamers with your content and your games, not your peripherals, in my opinion. Makes sense. Uh, Animal Crossing Pocket Camp. So uh, it's an app, mobile app. Nintendo had a 15-minute Nintendo Direct two nights ago at 11 o'clock at night. Needless to say, I waited till the next morning. Uh, we were sleeping to watch it. Uh, I know we say eleven like it's late, uh, but for Nintendo, us it is. They, they announced the new mobile game in their series. They said Pokemon, they said Mario, they said Zelda, and they said Animal Crossing. They're making good on the Animal Crossing. We had Super Mario run earlier this year. We, that actually cost money. We now have uh, Animal Cro- uh, Crossing Pocket Camp. It'll be coming to mobile for free in November, late November. Uh, it will have microtransactions, so if you want to upgrade your camp faster or better, you can buy, I believe it's leaf money or leaf tickets, I think they're called, and you can use those tickets to then upgrade your house or your camp, whatever. You basically build a little camp uh, how you see fit. The game has ac- excuse me, actually already released in Australia. You can actually get it in the United States if you kind of just mess with yeah, your phone settings. Yeah, I, yeah. Uh, but it is already in 12 hours the number one app on the App Store in Australia. Holy crap. Animal Crossing and Nintendo, man. They're, they're huge franchises, huge brands. How come they, they let it go in Australia first? I couldn't tell you. Mm. Honestly, ask myself kind of the, the same question. I was just thinking, I was like, oh, Australia? Why? Why? Uh, Are they based out in there? Or, you know, I don't, no, I don't know. I don't think the team is based there. Maybe it's a small enough user market that they can open it up, test the servers, make sure this online okay, works right. That, that makes sense. Because it's a smaller market. And then when they realize that they're stable, they bring it to the United States. Yeah. That's the only thing I can kind of think of. It. But hey, listen, you can also brick your phone or, or yeah. change your settings and just download it now. Yeah, true. You can do that too. <laughs> um, that is cool though that after 12 hours, number one in the App Store. So good for you. And if you have any interest in Animal Crossing or crafting or building your own camp, go ahead and check this out. It's a free game. 
I mean, when you shake a tree for apples, a, a timer comes up three hours. You can't pick apples again for three hours unless you buy them. So there's ways to entice people to get the money. I'm not a fan of microtransactions. I think it promotes gambling, and people have gambling problems, and I don't like that necessarily. Um, plus, get I gave you my sixty bucks. Well, get the I was like, that that people don't want to wait. You know, and that's the thing, man. Like know. it 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 people have, taps into people. It's probably like a dollar. People are like, what's a dollar here? What's a dollar there? You know? Exactly. Uh, that's I how they make their money. I've only dropped ten dollars into Pokemon Go in my life. And, I think I was at like twenty. And I'll tell 25. you, the new gym system makes it really easy not to, because if you leave a Pokemon at a gym now, you get the coins every ten minutes. So oh, I'm cool. I'm constantly. It makes it worth it. Okay. And I have a gym right there. Right behind the house. I, 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 can, make I right just drive the down the street, and I'm right there, and I got the gym. So um, it's it's really fun. I can, I can tell you that much right now. And again, Gen 3, a little bit dropped. I've already gotten every Gen 3, and it's a Valve form that is available in this Halloween That's event. That's impressive. It, just in the Halloween event. There's only like six or seven, but got them all. There was a Gengar in the house. Yeah. Yeah, that was my third Gengar. I was saying, yeah, you had Gengar. Yeah, okay. two of them, okay. two of them, two of them. There's a hidden feature in the Nintendo Switch update. We talked about it last week about this new Switch update, but... Apparently, no one found this part. If you have the Wii U adapter that you could plug GameCube controllers in, it now works on the Nintendo Switch. You can play Nintendo Switch games with GameCube controllers. You best believe I'm testing this out. Flashback. You have to, because I know you have quite a few paddles. I have four. Yeah. Four GameCube controllers that I can go get right now. Um, I have the Wii U adapter, so I can go test it out. I haven't yet. Uh, But this, to me, hints that all this, this past year when people said... When the virtual console launches, it's going to have Sunshine. It's going to have GameCube games. It's going to have GameCube games. This is real now. We yeah. can play a GameCube controller on Switch. You can technically play Odyssey with a GameCube controller. I think that this really does hint that GameCube games really might be available on the Nintendo Switch virtual console eventually. By this year or you're saying down the road? This freaking console has been out since March and they haven't released it yet. They, they didn't. Do it at E3 like I anticipated. They didn't do it in any direct. Mario Odyssey's here now, so that's going to ride them out for quite a while. They might do it next E3. There's really not a big game on the horizon next E3. And there's really no rush for it? No, right? next year I would assume at E3 we're going to see the title of the Pokemon game. Um, or at least a little bit of screenshots or gameplay of the Pokemon game on Switch. You're going to find out a little bit more about Metroid Prime 4. Uh, maybe the new Yoshi game, the new Kirby game. But, I mean... What what else? Unless yeah. Nintendo brings another new IP, um, or maybe an F Zero, maybe Star Fox, something along those lines. Who knows? But that is really cool that you can use GameCube controllers on your Nintendo Switch. Sam, I sent you a photo uh, earlier in the week of the new uh, Super NES oh, themed yeah. yep. Nintendo new Nintendo 3DS XL, and said, "Boy, do I want this bad boy!" Now it. I assume that you were going to get it just because I know how much you like, you know, at Super NES. I don't be gotten two hundred dollars. I don't have that money to just drop, you know, just on a. Well, because you still whim. have, you still have, and you have the an older version. Of I 3DS. have the original 3DS, so that's I why could, I kind of I figured, could use an upgrade. That's what I'm saying. I figured this is right up your alley, but your two hundred bucks is a pretty penny when my 3DS still works just fine. That's the problem. And I'm a tech guy. I love new or, stuff. Or maybe just pick it up as kind of like, you know, a collector's piece, a backup, in case yours ever. I love I, I, to. I just don't no, have 200 bucks. 200 bucks, hey, times are tough. How, how, I love it, though. It is legitimately, the clamshell is a Super Nintendo. It is so yeah, cool. It, it looking. looks awesome. It's $199. It'll be available November 27th of this year in the United States. And, and that's going to be a limited. They're not going to just yeah. keep, okay. I would imagine you're not going to see another one after the, the new year. 
like they're going to you're still going to see them in stores. I would imagine they don't manufacture a new line of them after the new year. Um, they'll come out with another big new one. I'm sure Pokemon. That's weird. It's coming out on the 27th. Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon come out on the 17th. I would have thought we get a new uh, Pokemon themed one as well. I mean, I'd, I'd rather not just to keep mine more. You know, <laughs> I more think special. there was a Pokeball themed 2DS recently, if my memory serves me correct. But yeah, you have the most recent limited edition Pokemon Sun and Moon new 3DS. You get lucky, you get lucky. You, they had one left. Yeah. And your ass got one. Oh, hey, that, that's the one time I could say congrats to GameStop for helping me out. <laughs> we both just threw a little shade at GameStop yeah. this episode. Konami, however, announces Metal Gear uh, Survive, which has been in development for a, quite a while. They've talked about it for quite a while. Uh, as we know, Kojima has left Konami, so Metal Gear is now under Konami's watch. Instead of going with another Metal Gear, uh, Metal, Metal Gear Solid game, they're coming out with a zombie survival game. They finally announced the release date of February 20th, 2018. Uh, Snake's coming out of retirement. He's 72 years old. He's really looking forward to it. Dragon Ball Fighter Z. Uh, I'm really looking forward to this game. It's coming Sam, up fast. Uh, it's coming up really fast. They announced the release date for that as well. January 26, 2018. That is really just three months away from today. Yeah, and it's it's. I, I, I'm kind of glad it's after Christmas because... I hear you. I hate it because I... You got see, a girly to, to no, buy for uh, this uh, year. Of course, of course. But it's it's to me, like, obviously now, like, you know, we're all older now, so Christmas not is not is not what it used to be. So instead of just getting all the gifts now... What does that mean? Well, now we're, we're spending more. We're spending oh, yeah, more than yeah. what we're I getting. At least me. I I mean, yep. I, unless you're, I'm, my friend could be spoiled. I don't know. But so <laughs> I'm, I'm spending a lot. So Ash it's like, it up. in the end, I'm always like in the negative. But hey, it's, it's, it's you know. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to clear my, my credit card debt for Christmas. That way I can get some more. How you doing? Me too. Nice to meet you. <laughs> nice to meet you. But it's going to release on January 26th. It's a fantastic, beautiful looking game. I know we're both looking forward to it. I don't know if it's a buy for me. Again, just, I'm still. I'm. I still, there's so many freaking games. I know man, so many games, but it will now have a season pass, as they uh, kind of alluded to that. And they also said that the season pass will come with eight additional characters, but they will not be available at launch. They will come kind of segmented, one to two at a time, post launch to keep you playing. But I'll tell you, man, that is really not that far away. Which no, is it's really not. Cool. Uh, the game I always talk about, Stardew Valley. Oh yeah, I love it. <laughs> I'm fully, it, to, fully into it on the Switch. I've invested already. 76 I don't want, hours. I don't want to say that. No, I was going to say, he didn't even want to say. Since <laughs> Golf Story has still not fixed that bug. Oh, damn. It's been three damn weeks. It. More than that. It's You're been still since, an insect. It's been three or four weeks. Exactly. Um, so I'm just, I can't play it. So I've been diving head first into Stardew Valley on the Switch. However, uh, the developer and the community have caught a bug, a glitch, that the developer, um, Eric Barone, he's uh, called uh, Concerned Ape. That's kind of the studio he, he kind of runs under. He, they found a glitch that he said he will not be patching out. Usually a developer wants to go in, fix their game, of make course. it better for everybody. But he flat out said, you know what? I'm good. I guess it's not that big of a deal. To quote, I'm aware of it, but I don't think I want to fix it, Barone said. It's not game-breaking. It's actually kind of amusing. And the likelihood that somebody would randomly stumble upon it is extremely low. So I feel like it's okay to leave it in there. It's actually kind of fun. So, here's the glitch. If you name your character, bracket, 72, bracket, close brackets, you can spawn a diamond every time your name is mentioned. So it actually helps you. Yeah, that's, okay, so good for him for not fixing that, why not? And who the hell's going to name their character 72 number, in brackets? I was like, the odds that someone actually named themselves that and figured it out is, exactly. that's insane. Like, who did that? Unless you were 
playing a marathon and that guy was a 72nd player that's insane and a diamond but i mean hey good good for him i, I thought it was going to be like him kind of being like an ass but no that was pretty cool i, I kind of held yeah. that off on the yeah, cool. uh on the go rundown. for it go for him i wouldn't fix it either <laughs> less work let's see attack on titan 2 will be released in March of 2018. So they announced a release window for the sequel for the, the Attack on Titan game. Uh, that will be coming to Xbox One, PS4, Nintendo Switch, and PC. Another cool thing they announced as well is players will be able to customize their own scout. That's pretty sweet. So you don't just have to play as Eren or Mikasa. I, I mean, or... I'm still waiting for the English to be dubbed so I can watch the second season. Wasn't it dubbed? It's just not released on the it, it, it just, yet? It's just not released. Yeah. What did they do? They put it on Crunchyroll? I, Crunchyroll, but, but it's just English subtitles, but I I, okay. I, I wait for it. For so there was not English. a dub yet done? Not, nothing released in, you know, on Blu-ray, like you said. Gotcha. Back in E3 of this past year, Microsoft announced that they will be bringing original Xbox games to backwards compatibility yep. they did release the first 13 games that are available that you can go play on your xbox one right now they're available right now and backwards compatible uh star wars knights of the old republic aka kotor aka the most popular star wars game of all freaking time is available right this second to go play on your xbox one ninja gaiden black or gaiden black ninja gaiden black is the hardest game yeah. i've played uh at that time it was the hardest game in, in my life for that time, I, I couldn't that, get past well, I level thought one. all the Ninja Gaidens were hard to be honest. Yeah, ninja, the Ninja Gaiden games are are a a, a ninja bitch. <laughs> uh, Crimson Skies, High Road to Revenge, a fantastic. I believe it's a like a, uh, like a shoot 'em up in a plane. I think it's a plane fighter kind of shooter. A uh, really fun game. Fusion Frenzy, Prince of Persia, Sands of Time, the original Psychonauts, Dead to Rights. Wow. Dead to Rights, uh, Black. Grabbed by the Ghoulies, Sid Meier's Pirates, Red Faction 2, Blood Rain 2, and the King of Fighters. Oh, Blood Rain 2. Little name job. I used to play that back in the day. Dude. The movies might have sucked, but (laughs) games are all right. (laughs) I'm Seuss. This is a great list. That's pretty cool. Like, hey, he was true to his word. You know, obviously, you're not going to get all of them. There's too many titles, but they have a nice one. You said 13? Right now for 13, obviously. And that's plenty, plenty more. No, unfortunately. So, Sonic Forces, the new 3D Sonic game. Um... You, uh, we've been talking about it a lot. You kind of seem okay with it. Yeah. You're interested in it. Uh, they have a demo out now. You play it on Nintendo Switch. I don't know about PC, uh, PC PS4, or Xbox. You um, and it's only in Japan, so you actually have to turn your Nintendo Switch into Japanese, and then you can do that. But it's region free. You can do it just from your living room. Um, so when you play the demo, I'm watching a video of, of somebody playing the demo, and all of a sudden his screen goes dark right in the middle of the level and says, "Thanks for playing." And he goes, "What?" What the heck? Like, why? And he goes back and looks at the footage and realizes in the top left corner there's a one-minute timer. You can only play a level for one minute. The demo's the one minute long. The salty face. Oh, that's awesome. The Good demo, for them. The demo is one freaking that, that's, minute that's, Hey, it's better than nothing. No, it's not. They you don't, can't finish they, a level. Who cares? It just gives you a little... I actually like that. I like that. Uh, they got to they gotta do something about that because <laughs> it's, getting, it's getting slammed. Dude, slammed. you're getting an early tease. Yeah. A minute, enjoy for a minute, and then you're... Listen, I know he's the blue burr, but he's giving everybody blue balls, okay? Happy 17th birthday to the PlayStation 2 here in North America. Came out on this date 17 years ago. Literally, on the way over here, I I sent you a little text. I I, I Honestly, I can't believe it's been 17 years. It's... 
I feel old as shit. Zero score and 17 years ago, the PlayStation 2 was available in North America. Yeah, that was I, a mixture of Lincoln and Kennedy. Yeah, that's what I was saying. I was like, I don't know where he's uh, going. I this. don't know where I, I got like, that from. Does he, does he, I don't know if you knew the president that said it. I, I don't know uh, where, where I got that from. But coming out uh, this week in the upcoming section, it's a doozy. We obviously have uh, the big heavy hitters of Wolfenstein 2, Assassin's Creed Origins, Super Mario Odyssey, but you also have Sword Art Online, Hollow Realization, Don't Knock Twice, Wolverblade, um, and that is it for things that are coming out until... Um, actually, you know what? No, I'm sorry. We'll go into next week, Halloween. On Halloween, Spin Tires, Mudrunner, Monopoly on Switch, uh, Disneyland Adventures, Halloween Night Archery, Brass Tactics, Constructor, and... The new Bubsy game, The Woolly Strike Back. What could possibly go wrong? I'm hype on the Bubsy <laughs> game. And while I have IGN open for the upcoming games, let me see real quick if there was a Wolfenstein 2 uh, review that dropped in the last little bit. Oh, how about this? Going through it 48 minutes ago, Nintendo confirms the Breath of the Wild second DLC will, in fact, launch in 2017. So that give you reason to pick it back up? Hmm? Will that give you a reason to pick it back up? I didn't or? get the first piece of DLC, so I'm just going to roll. You ain't going to pick the second one. No, I'm going to roll down <laughs> my windows and wave. Uh, Sam, as we go to the movie theater, the new IMAX, I'm sorry, the new Justice League poster came out. It's an IMAX poster. Did you look at it? I did. Did you see the top of it? Did you see the little piece in the top? It's really neat. It's almost like a hand-drawn, like rough animation. It says Justice League. It's got Cyborg, Wonder Woman, Batman. Aquaman and Flash on it, and at the top it says, um, actually, I cut it off before you could read it. Something, I can't I don't, I don't have it in front of me. I can't read it. But it's in each one of their logos. Each word has one of their logos in it. The Flash is one, Aquaman, Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, and Cyborg. Each have their logo in it. It's pretty cool. It's a nice poster. Yeah, it is. It's. I mean, I'm, I'm ready. The movie comes out November 17th, so just a couple of weeks for you there, but... In a downturn, it is actually tracking to only open around 110 to 120 million right now, which is less than BVS at 166, less than Suicide Squad at 134, more than Wonder Woman at 103. However, WB has not made its final marketing push. They admitted in, in a uh, uh, an interview with the Hollywood Reporter they have not made their final marketing push. So the film's estimate will probably rise a little bit, but still. Still, only tracking for 110, 120 well, is not that great. Well, I mean, again, the, the reviews aren't out yet. And I know from if you watch the CW, if you're watching Arrow, Flash, Supergirl, they're always throwing in trailers for Just League. So you're going to get hit, get hit with that. And I assume every other damn channel they're going to hit. I mean, I, I'm they have my money. They're, I'm at least seeing it twice in theaters, at minimum. Do you think this is a little purposeful reverse psychology to say, oh, it's not going to track very well, it's not going to track very well, which could and then tick off some folks and say, you know what? No, I'm going and maybe it could, jump it, that. It, it could, it could be. And also, never know. and also the other news that they dropped that it's also going to be the shortest DCU film to date. Mm-hmm. Wait, what? Two hours and two minutes. Yeah. So it's going to be shorter than any other DCEU film that, so, I mean, that to me is a turn on. Yeah. Matter of fact, I like it that it's only going to be a couple, like I two mean, hours on the especially dot. like, um, with the new Blade Runner, that was 185 minutes. I know a lot of people. I heard a lot of people say it was long, too. It was a long, drawn out movie. I mean, I heard some people loved it. Okay, sure. great. But I'm, I'm kind of liking that. Like you said, it's two hours. It's short and sweet. We're not sitting there for three hours. I'm hyped. DC's equivalent to Deadpool in some ways, not always. Deathstroke has a film officially announced, and it may has have already found its director in Garrett Evans, who did The Raid. 
I, I, yeah, he actually did a second one also, but I, I, I only saw parts of the first one, which I, I did what I saw I liked. I mean, Deathstroke, to me, deserves his own movie. I mean, some people, well, even kind of myself, consider maybe Deathstroke more a Teen Titans villain. Okay. Because, rather than a bad, but he's... But why? Let me ask you why. Well, because if you watch the, the animated Teen Titans, mm-hmm. Deathstroke was the whole, the main villain through the whole series. But does he have, you know how Deadpool is that, you know... Um, Potty mouth, kind of anti-hero. No, but Deathstroke's is more Deathstroke of a, more of a killing machine because that De- doesn't seem Teen he, Titans. He's to me. more of a, a a stern, serious, calculated killer, while Deadpool is the mouthy, Mark whatever. The mouth, you, know, yeah. you know what I mean? Does does do you think that we're going to see Deathstroke in the live action Titans show? I I hope so. I, I think he's a perfect match for Nightwing. I mean, then again, I still, I still think he's a good match for Batman. When you know, when I say, especially with Joe Manganiello playing him he's a big ass dude so i he is a big ass dude i mean i'm definitely going to day one c for me it's no surprise the thor director uh actually kind of made a comment on the future of uh him inside of the marvel cinematic universe and in the thor i guess uh world he basically said uh i would like to come back and work with marvel anytime because they're a fantastic studio and we had a great time working together they were very supportive of me and my vision they kind of gave me a lot uh, of free reign but also had a lot of great ideas as well a very collaborative company i'd love to do another thor film because i feel like i've established a really great thing with these guys and friendship and i really like i don't really like any of the other characters <laughs> no he, he's a very funny you know a funny director and he, hopefully he, people got, got that he was just kidding when yeah. he said that not obviously hating obviously. The characters but i i it is fascinating though that i mean, apparently this is a very funny thor movie it's going to change the entire complexion of the thor franchise this could be a situation where he's in i guess charge of the thor kind of license if you will from a director standpoint for the foreseeable future i mean what what i'm seeing so far of this movie it looks like i'm going to absolutely love it and if that's the case shit bring him on for a fourth i know chris hemsworth already basically say that if you guys want me and you guys come you guys keep coming to see the movie gotta grow that I'm, hair back out. I'm, I'm thor uh i it's ben mendelshin uh he is in talks to be the main villain for the captain marvel film he was the main villain in rogue one kind of uh yeah he was he's, in, he's like the old villain in every he was movie. in dark knight rises killing them softly so he was in some big movies i mean i think it's a good choice can't go wrong with him he's apparently like the the he was the only person they had in mind since day one the two directors for the film i can't remember either one of their names a, a gal and a guy they basically said we wanted him from day one so if he can be what what are the names of the villains going to be the scrolls i believe I think I, I think Marvel, yeah, that's, that's what I said. So if he's like the head of the scroll army, that's pretty cool. This guy is a recognizable so something character. Something different that we haven't seen before. Yeah, and he's I'm a sold. well-known actor, so yeah. that always helps. Uh, Wonder Woman and Harley Quinn are actually the most Google-searched Halloween costumes. Halloween's on Tuesday yep. of next week. Sucks is on Tuesday. Though. Yeah, I know. They're the most Google-searched Halloween costumes this year. They beat, in order, 3 through 10, clown, it, unicorn, it, rabbit, I, witch, mouse, Pirate, zombie, dinosaur. Like those blank generic things, you have specifics. Wonder Woman and Harley Quinn. That's cool, man. Well, if you walk in like the mall and you walk in your Spencer's Hot Topic, there's like a whole Harley Quinn section. There's a Wonder Woman section. So, I mean, it's just good to see the the, the female DC characters getting some love. The Venom live action film with Tom Hardy has begun filming finally. Yeah, so there was like, there was on Instagram, it was like the Venom movie official. You just see Tom Hardy sitting there, I guess with the director, just basically, day one, guys, here we go. And and, uh, I'm hype, I'm hype. This is, it's real now. Yeah. It's, it's real. It's started production. Knowing that you know? Venom is finally going to get a movie that he actually deserves to be in, you know, because with 
three was was garbage. And toe for grace. And to know that Carnage is also going to be in the movie, it yeah. just an added bonus. Speaking of people that actually deserve their own movie, X twenty three has been confirmed for a solo film. Th- that uh, was it, uh, James Mangold. He he, I think he said that we are writing the yeah. the movie. That's it's not like it's not greenlit or nothing yeah. like that. But he's he's writing it for the spinoff for X twenty three, which I. I'm just, is it going to be Daphne Keene, the young the young girl in by Logan? The t- but by the time the by the time it gets rolling, she'll be older. Degree, she'll be she'll be older, so they're going to have to set it as more of an. Ad, uh, I kind of like that though. Like a couple of years after, see you know, are they going to continue Logan? So what is she? She's like in between seven and ten. Okay. Yeah. Is she? I'm asking. I, mean, I didn't I, see Logan yet. Yeah, maybe I'd say yes, seven, eight. So she's probably going to be thirteen to fifteen now. She's a teenager. Yeah. There's teenage problems there, you know? Yeah. The things that come along with being a teenage girl are not easy. And, you know, I wouldn't know. And, and there's well, other younger mutants there would, if they continue to, you know, continue. At the they could there. utilize the new mutants. Yeah, that, but that's where I'm, I don't know where James Mangold's head's at, you know? Um, I was looking for a freaking Jigsaw review, too. That movie's out tomorrow. Yeah. Along with Stranger Things and all yeah, those Yeah, Bree's actually seeing that tonight. So. Yeah, that's cool. I, so. I couldn't find a review anywhere, apparently, so uh, there is no Jigsaw review. I mean, I assume if you've seen the other yes. Saw movies, you've seen them all. There, there will I be still some. have to see the last one. That's the only one I haven't seen. Do you have the collection? I do. I, okay. I do. I just haven't we seen it. We watched the first one, me, Ryan Popejoy, and Ashley on Saturday night. We didn't start it till one thirty. Wow. A.M. I would have passed out look at, at look at me. One forty a.m. Look at me. I... <laughs> I loved it because Ash fell asleep <laughs> very early on, so Pope and I stayed up till three like we used to, and and whatever he uh, we took him out for his birthday, him and Tommy. Nice. So it was cool to, to do that. I haven't stayed up that late in quite a while. I, I don't want to know. What I it woke feels up. Like. <laughs> I woke up very early on Sunday, very low sleep. Um, did not make coffee. I gave up caffeine. Good for you. So it's it's I've been it's been over a month. I had two things of caffeine in the last month, and they were both within the last two weeks. So once once a week, I'll give myself like a cheat day. You deserve, on. You deserve it. Like, but I don't. I don't know. Anyway, different time. Uh, <laughs> but it you're gonna get blood. You're gonna get gore. You're gonna get clown. I'll I'll see it eventually. <laughs> I'll see it eventually. I don't know, man. This might be a Blu-ray C for me. I I hate the movie theater. It's nothing to do with seeing horror movies in the movie theater. I just hate the movie theater. Yeah, I think maybe my next in theater watch, Justice League. No, Thor. Ah, shoot. Yeah, yeah, that's that's in next week. That's that's it's, ne- it's a week from tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you'll probably be seeing it a week from tomorrow morning. I that's my that's my goal. Michael Bay. <laughs> I know. I, I baffling this story. I have to imagine there's going to be explosions in this movie, explosions of unicorns and rainbows, because he is producing a Dora the Explorer film with Muppets writer Nick Stoller. So a live action Dora the Explorer movie with Michael Bay. Do you get the girl? Think about that. <laughs> do you get the girl that played Liz in Homecoming to play Dora? Do you get I was I, you know Selena what, you know Gomez? What? I was thinking her or the uh, lady playing um to, uh, Tomb Raider. What's oh her yeah, name? yeah, yeah. I can't th- I can't think of her name either. But I know who you're talking about. Yeah. So I I I mean I I was never I was a little older when Dora came out, so I, I missed that. Book, yeah, thank God. <laughs> yeah, I had Stick Stickly, I had Blues Clues, I had Gullah Gullah Island, but I was a little early. Yeah, I had the Snorks. But I was a little early for Dora the Explorer. Yeah, I missed her, and I, I missed. Mean, I mean, hey, uh, I'll, I'll wait to see a trailer. Here is the box office numbers for the past week. Uh, we like to do this every time they're available to talk about. Come on, Jackie. All right, so going from number ten to number one for the box office in North America from last week, according to Comscore, number ten, Kingsman: The Golden Circle, coming in at three million dollars. 
Number nine, American Made at 3.2. Tom Cruise. The Snowman at number eight at 3.4. That's, that's bad. That just got released. Number seven, Stephen King's It at 3.5. No surprise. Number six. We'll skip over that one. What's number six? The Foreigner. Ah, my boy Jackie. At 5.5. Number five, Only the Brave at six. A miles teller. million. Uh, Blade Runner 2049 at number four at 7.2. Okay. Number three, Hanging On is Happy Death Day at 9.4 million. Number two, a bomb, Geostorm, at 13.3. With Gerard Butler. And number one... I don't even know what it is. And, and I'm going to say this slowly. Number one... I don't know what came out. At $21.7 million. Boo 2. Oh, my God. A Medea Halloween. You, everyone... Who, whoever paid to see that movie, you should be ashamed of yourself. Honestly, <laughs> that... Baffling. What's this world coming to? <laughs> Within the last few hours, Vin Diesel actually came out doing an interview and said that uh, he has actually confirmed himself that director Justin Lin will be back for Fast 9 and 10. Wow. Damn. Just thought right. I, you, I didn't put well, that in the rundown. Cool. I, I didn't hear that. What's That's your awesome. reaction to that? I mean, I still have yet to see the last. I literally still have the blue. You have I, it, sit, though, yeah. I still have it sitting there. And then obviously we already know about the spinoff happening, which is... Pushing Fast 9 back because The Rock and Jason Statham's doing their spinoff and Tyrese Gibson's butthurt. <laughs> Coming out tomorrow, uh, the 27th. We did this last week. It was Jigsaw, Suburbicon. Thank you for your service. So we'll go into next week because we don't have a show um, coming on Saturday. October 31st will be Keep Watching. Uh, November 1st, the sequel to Bad Moms, A Bad Mom's Christmas. Yeah. What the hell? I, I never saw Bad Moms. I, I, the, that's, that's that for all came the, out of nowhere. That's for the women. And that's that's a November 1st release. That's not even on yeah. a Friday. That's a Wednesday release. Uh, November 3rd, we have Thor Ragnarok. Well, what a bad, bad time to get released. My Friend Dahmer, a freaking Jeffrey Dahmer yeah. movie. Yeah. Holy shit. I didn't know yeah. that. That's is, pretty is, fascinating. Is that uh, Efron? Is it? I'm not sure. Well, let's see. My Friend Dahmer, an hour and 47 minutes, is a biography, drama, and horror uh, basically, before Jeffrey Dahmer was a, car- a serial killer, he'll be played by Ross Lynch. Okay, that's okay. And Anne Hesh is in it. Vincent Carthyser, Dallas Roberts, Alex Wolf, Miles Robbins. It could, could be interesting, you know. Oh, I was, love this kind of yeah. stuff. Yeah, it's yeah. fantastic. Lady Bird, Last Flag Flying, Blade of the Immortal, LBJ, Battle Creek, and the Pokemon the movie I Choose You for two nights only. It is kind of a retelling oh, wow. of season yeah. one of the anime where. Ash goes to Kanto and the original that's 150. No Brock and Misty. So they get a yeah. That, that, that's get a small I, that's mention. one thing I don't understand. They get a small mention at the end in the credits. They died in a schmelting accident. Moving over to television, uh, Sam, you watched The Walking Dead. It was the 100th episode. We did a post-credits scene on our podcast last I week. I literally called it announcing it. And yes, Sam, you did call it now in the head. Let's talk about it. I did not see it, but I watched a ton of videos on it. I watched reviews. I watched top 10 moments of the episode, so I got a very good idea of what happened. I'll, I'm not going to say no spoilers. I'm just basically, it's, it's Walking Dead fashion. The first 40 minutes, slow as shit. Just the, the, the tiniest of the snails crawl, push forward. You get a little kind of like a, a glimpse in the future. I'll just I'll just say that, and then the of end, a main character, yeah, very that, a that's, very main. That's character. all I'm gonna say. Main characters. Yes, you're right. Main characters. And like I said in our end, there was a, a nice little bit of action, but it's stupid because it could have just 
been over, but it's not just Walking Dead fashion, and yeah, they're dragging this Negan thing yeah. out. Now this is now in the comics, uh, All Out War had two parts. Uh, part one, part two. We know Andrea is still alive in the comics, so she has a central role in this. Now Michonne has taken that role over. Her and Rick are a love item uh, in the show, which is stupid. Uh, I don't want my badass Walker Slayer and Michonne to be in a love story. I want her to be my badass Walker Slayer with two Walkers attached to her yeah. and slicing bitches yeah. up. That's what I want, but that's okay. It's another reason I've divorced myself from that show. But uh, it is... We know how it's going to end. Anybody who's read the comics knows how this ends. It ends not maybe like you'd think. So if they do the show like the comics, I'd be interested because it. I will say this. No spoilers. It does end in a similar way of how a Game of Thrones character met their end this past season. So I do want okay, to figure that, that out uh, to see if they go that route. But I don't know, man. This is a show that... Are they better or worse when they stray from the comic material? You obviously know Rick still has all of his limbs, yeah, we'll say, in the yeah. TV show where he does yeah. not in the comics. Yeah. Is well, that I mean, good? I, is that bad? I think it's kind of good to keep it a little bit different just to kind of create your own story, to separate a little bit, kind of what Game of Thrones did. You know, they, they, they didn't follow yeah. the book to the T. They, they had their own liberties. Yeah, but Game of Thrones is not strong when it does its own thing. It's strongest when it follows the books. Uh, I don't you know. At least in my opinion. I mean, we, I, I haven't read all the books, so I can't confirm what's in, actually in the books and what's in the show. Looking back on season seven, it was epic in scale, but it wasn't – I don't think it was as good. When we look back on the totality of the series, I don't think it will be as good as we remember. I think it had standout moments. I think it had fantastic episodes, singular episodes. I think as a season as a whole, we let logic go yeah. out the window. You yeah. and I have said it a bunch yeah. of times. We know this is stupid. We know Gendry can't run that far that fast, and I but we let it, it go. We I, let it no, go. He's the Flash. I accept it. <laughs> but uh, real quick, back to Walking Dead. Now, do you think the height now is kind of like well, it, it had plateaued? Its, it did have its lowest ratings in five years. The last time it had this low of ratings was season three. Um, the other night's episode, the one hundredth episode. Again, they built that up. Mm-hmm. Only had 11.3 million viewers. Last season's uh, opener had 17.03 million. That, that's a nice drop. And we knew that that was a big Negan episode. Yeah. We got those two crazy kills. Yeah. It's been a whole season without Glenn, by the way. I, you would think that this episode would have a big spike, pardon the pun, uh, because of it being 100th, I, being a season uh, opener, and it's still dropped by 6 I, million I, I, viewers. I, just, I feel like, you know, it's people are seeing it. Like, I, don't know, I feel like how I'm kind of seeing it. Just, it's, Listen. It's, it's a slow show. I'm, hold on. I'm going to throw something out there. Do you think any of it, any, 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 two factors, very, I'm throwing it way far out there. Number one, WWE had a pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. Okay? That's one. Number two, the Falcons played the Patriots yeah. on Sunday Night Football. It's a Super Bowl, it's a rematch. Super Bowl rematch. That's true. And, and so I'm thinking that well, we I might mean, have had something to do with it. I mean that, but then again, when it comes on, football is always there's always going to be a football game on on yes. that Sunday. But you're right, I, I hear you. But I don't know. I, I just feel like they kind of plateaued now. I think they're not going to get them 17, you know, million, 16 million viewers each episode live. And this is the type of show. It, like Game of Thrones, you called it. It went up. Almost oh, yeah. every episode yeah. this past season, because it's the second to last, we know it's going to. So I, now I think this is kind of going to level out eight, maybe even drop. Yeah, maybe even drop a little bit. You I know? think you got eight it's, max. There's no way it's going to continue with 17 million run. Eight puts it in trouble. Eight nah. is eight. Oh come on, eight compared eight to what it should be. But at this point in the would, show, it would still be AMC's still top watched show. On, Understood. On TV. Understood. But that doesn't make it a success. 
if every other show, the second best show is Into the Badlands or Better Call Saul, that doesn't make it necessarily a success when you have a budget that requires yeah. more than 8 million viewers. Yeah, true. 8 million viewers sounds great if you and I had a YouTube channel we got 8 million yeah. views on our video. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. But for a show that's seven Maybe. seasons deep with Negan, yeah. with Jeffrey Dean Morgan, the best character yeah. the show has ever had, deeply entrenched in the story, I'd expect more. Well, now we just have to kind of see, you know, what, what are the DVR views going to get? You know, DVR make... is included in ratings now. Oh, is it? They've, they've started that now. I've wondered that for yeah. a long time, so I Googled it. So now we just got to wait and see where they go because I, I, I feel like they got to pick it up because I just thought, again, it was just a, a typical weak, slow, Walking Dead episode. It, like, it, it, How long can they continue the formula of they've been, schlag they've been doing it and for then that the one whole set run. piece? They've they, been doing it the whole they run. They set you up, they set you up, they bore you, they bore you, then they give you that one piece of action you're craving, and then people... People flip out this like is, it's the greatest thing this ever. This is the Walking Dead formula. Like I don't, I don't know why everyone loves it as much as they do. I just think it's an okay show. Completely agree. Um, I'm not a fan of the show in the least, as you know. I will continue to follow it. I will continue to watch what I watch of it because you know the reviews, the yeah, top tens, because I want to be able to talk about it. So I don't know every nook and cranny that happened this week, but I don't want to. Yeah. It's that simple. I'll I have zero percent interest. You didn't miss too much. <laughs> I appreciate you. I appreciate you being. I'll honest. save you the hour. How many seasons does this show have left? I'll say watch. Well, we're on eight. You got eleven, ten, twelve. I, th- I thought one of the. Cr- I thought I, I remember like listening or reading an interview of them. They had like, I think the number he said was like twelve. That was the number that was I believe he said. I don't know if it, was, it wasn't Robert Kirkman, but okay. it was it was somebody else. But yeah. I'll c- reluctantly continue watching. <laughs> Vincent D'Onofrio is returning as Kingpin for Daredevil season three. Now this was something I could get behind. Some good news, <laughs> some positive news. You know, for I mean, obviously the Daredevil series is the best, and obviously I don't think every anyone would would argue it's with the me. best Marvel Netflix show and, by far. And Vincent D'Onofrio was freaking awesome as Kingpin. I I can't wait. I was just in season two when he got his little his little cameo, and I think it was episode seven or eight. I was just hyped as shit. So I, I can't wait for this season. The fact that my first ever. Uh, exposure to Vincent D'Onofrio was in uh, Full Metal Jacket with that crazy oh, course, yeah. freaking yeah. bathroom scene. That is in my head forever. You know, I mean, he he was in that. He was in. Um, it wasn't he Law and Order. Oh, yep. He he had his own little run in that. I believe he was in the Salt and Sea. He, he even um was that uh, well Vince Vaughn movie. He, they're brothers. Uh, I think it's John Favreau. Damn it! The breakup. Yeah, I think that is it. I is think he, is, is he in is the breakup? Yeah, yeah, ahead. I think he is. I'm pretty sure he is. He's the brother. He's his brother. I thought John Favreau was his brother in he, that. He had another brother. Remember those? Like, at the end, they take him by land. The two brothers. Say, the two yeah, brothers. So the three brothers. Uh, I'm pretty the, sure it's the breakup. I meant like the two. Other, Unless yeah. I'm mistaken, I'm pretty sure it was that. He was in Law and Order: Criminal Intent. Yep. He was in Full Metal Jacket. He was in Men in Black. He was Edgar. He was. He, he was, was Edgar in Men in Black. Yeah, that is also the freaking. He was Hoskins in Jurassic World. Oh yeah, 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 I just rewatched that too. Holy smokes, yeah. man! He was in 103 different things. He was in BoJack Horseman. He was in The Magnificent Seven. Um, Dude, what's that? Been? I, I please tell me it's the breakup. Uh, let's see, Lego Jurassic World. The Judge. He was in The Judge with oh, Robert Downey Jr. Movie. Great I, movie. That was all right. Yeah, I liked it. Robert Duvall. Uh, Sinister. He was in Sinister, but he was uncredited. Uh, he was in 141 episodes in Law and Order: Criminal Intent. Don't go into the woods. Brooklyn's finest. Little New York. The breakup. 
Okay, that's, 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 all, that's all I wanted to know. Yep. Perfect. My oh, he was also in The Thumbsucker, a pretty good indie movie from like 2005. But yeah, bring on season three, Daredevil. I'm, I'm in. New details have emerged. Check this out. For the Karate Kid YouTube uh, sequel series, they're bringing back the Karate Kid 30 years later with the original uh, um, Ralph Maggio and the original Johnny, the guy who plays Johnny. Yeah. They're going to be... Uh, they're Sensei's reprising dead. their roles. Yes, Mr. Miyagi is not around anymore. But they're going to be reprising their roles 30 years in the future. That, to me, is really cool. Um, Entertainment Weekly reports that the Cobra Kai... Um, sorry, the series is called Cobra Kai. It will star uh, Zolo, Marinduina, Mar- uh, Mary Mauser, Tanner Buchanan, Courtney Hengliger, and guest star TV legend Ed Asner. Uh, while we already know the series will take place 30 years after the movie, more details about the plot have been revealed. Daniel, the protagonist from the original, is a family man running a successful car dealership, while Johnny has degraded into a drunk, unemployed anti-hero. The two meet, causing Johnny to reopen the infamous karate dojo where their uh, rivalry is rekindled. I mean, it's kind of... on YouTube. No, it's, it's kind of cool that, you know, it's after all these years, I mean, I ain't gonna lie... Karate Kid. Well, I wasn't. I wasn't. I ain't gonna lie. I wasn't the biggest fan of the movie. I, mean, lo- I, the I didn't love it as everyone just absolutely loved the movie. I thought it was a little ridiculous. Sadly, I loved the next Karate Kid with the girl. Wow. I loved that I one. Mean, I, and it's I, bad. I love. I love your honesty. It's just me. I just. I watched it later. I didn't watch it young as everyone else. I kind of like waited on. I guess just seeing. It, I was like, uh, okay, I guess. Who was the woman in that? She was in that boxing movie where she gets. Her neck broken. She like dies and everything. Swat Swiss. Oh, Slippy, oh, oh. Swanson. Wait, I think she was in the Saint with Val Kilmer. Oh, what Shit. is her name? What are those red? She's a, what she, color are those red fire trucks? I think she's she's a cutie too. If, if I'm, she was in in this movie for sure. Uh, check the Saint because I'm Hillary Swank. Hillary Swank? Yeah, she's forty three now. Million Dollar Baby was what I was talking about. She was also in P.S. I Love You, Boys Don't Cry. What were you looking for? I thought I thought she was in this. The Saint? The Saint with Val Kilmer. Any idea what year that came out? Nine, uh, 96. Holy smokes, let me go back then. It's in 96. I hope it's not. It'd be cool if it was 96. Just, no. No. This, I'll just real quick, no, though, while we have it, I'll just look up The Saint. It's not It's not Hillary Swank. By the the Saint was, was 1997, and that was Elizabeth Shue. Yep, that's her. She wasn't in Karate Kid? No. Hit, hit her name. You sure? Yeah, I just did. Are you sure? I'm, I... Elizabeth Shue. We got her. Um, she was in Back to the Future as Jennifer. Mm-hmm. She was in 52 Things as an actress. Um, sure, okay, the I House at the End of the Street. I guess I got, I got it mixed up then. Piranha 3D. Oh, the name that was it. Yeah, I think you're getting your movies <laughs> confused. Right, um, no problem. Hold on. Let me go back because Karate Kid's an old movie. Back to the Future. 84 Karate Kid. Back to the Future. Adventures in Babysitting. She was in. Oh, she was in Karate Kid. See? She was, Come on. She was Allie, though. The kid still yeah. got it. She was in the original. Kudos to you. All right, cool. I still wow. got it. That was dirty of you. That was fantastic. That was some knowledge. Dude, my brain was blew up. Yo, you got some hardcore movie knowledge here with the best damn voice in the business, Sam Maturo, ladies and gentlemen. However, we just talked a little bit about Game of Thrones. We're going to talk a little bit more. As Game of Thrones Season 8 scripts reportedly in an interview have made Kit Harrington cry. I'm sure we'll be doing some crying of our own. Um, we'll be probably right next to him crying our eyes out of the little girls. I mean, hey, it, 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 there's only six episodes. Pissed. But, but, uh, they got the prequels and stuff coming. But six of the main that we have freaking eight, eight years. nine years invested in every episode. So I, I can't wait. But it's good to see that 
He shows some emotion. Uh, one of Sam's favorite shows, Ray Donovan, has been renewed for a season six. Yeah, this season, it's been a downer this season. It's, oh, shoot. No, because you, you lose a major character, like, from the start. So it's like... I know who it is. The whole, got, I know. I, so, I but don't, don't say. I, I don't, don't know. Say, I don't don't know. say who it is. I, but I don't know his name. It's. I have an idea. I don't really know the it was pretty. It was it's pretty deep. I'm, I'm still liking the show. I, I think Liam Shriver's great and the cast is great. But also, the um the show's moving. They they film in L.A. It's They're now going to New York, right? New York, yep. Yeah, so, so that's save, pre- save a little cost. That's pretty cool. Uh, now CBS All Access has actually officially renewed Star Trek Discovery for a second season. It will be on CBS All Access, not the full blown yeah, CBS they, network. They only aired the first. I think it was the first episode. Yeah. Of on CBS and but. I, I, People that have watched it in a couple podcasts, I listen to, yeah, there are, people are liking it. So now, is it because they're trackies? It could be that, but I, also I gave the trackie symbol. They're they're putting money into the show, sure. So it's, yeah, so it, much it's, so that it didn't make it onto but actual it's, TV. It's showing for people to get renewed for second season. People on keep an app. watching on an app. But people are watching, Perfect. so they're going to the damn app to watch this freaking show. Our music story of the night is the Foo Fighters have actually announced a North American tour, which is really neat. Uh, we put it on our Instagram. Uh, yesterday at we podcast and we know things so if you want to you can go ahead and check out all of they're not coming to jersey are they they are are they they're coming to philly Philly? um they are you can check out all the dates see if they're coming near the concrete and gold tour 2018 uh they're going to texas louisiana florida georgia philadelphia pennsylvania where we are at toronto uh new york pittsburgh boston cleveland indy chicago so, for some reason I, th- I thought i looked at it and i didn't see philly i was like what why wouldn't they come to philly yeah okay, they're cool. going to be glad, in glad philadelphia yeah uh so if you're a big fan of the foo fighters as we are I mean, you, you always hear they put on great shows they put on like 20 30 song set list so it is that time of the week we're saying we give our pick of the week i'm pretty sure mine's just it's pretty obvious that the show that i'm gonna have to wait all day tomorrow until my girlfriend gets done work so I probably won't be able to have watch an episode till seven, eight o'clock at night. So I'll be avoiding all social medias because there are clowns out there that like to ruin shit, and I refuse. Everyone, if you live under a rock, if you have not yet watched the Stranger Things, I was even telling people at work today, they have Netflix. Whatever you're doing, stop. Watch Stranger Things. It's a great show. Binge the shit out of it. Season two is coming, three a.m. My pick of the week is something that is not out yet. I like to do picks of the week that stuff that I've already seen and or are out to the public as we air. My pick of the week this week, new to Blu-ray this Tuesday, War for the Planet of the Apes. Was it your favorite out of the three? I didn't see it yet. Oh, you, you, oh, you haven't no, seen no, no. it? No, that's my pick okay. of the week for me to see. Okay. That's that's the movie I want to see. But it's out so people can see it right now. Like ah. if they listen to this podcast at 10 o'clock tonight, they can go on whatever I, th- I thought it was. A gr- I thought it was a great film. I may have liked the second a little bit more because the second one was, I liked the was first. bananas. I like the oh. first better than the second. Um, there are some criticisms I have about the second that are. I think there's parts of it, especially with I think it's what is it Koga or Kanga? The bad guy. Yeah, the bad. Yeah, it, I think you're right the first time. Um, there are some inconsistencies. Yeah. There are some inconsistencies with his character that I really have some issues with from a like a plot standpoint. I think the CG is freaking be- oh, 10 times better yeah, than the first it's one. beautiful. Uh, obviously, no James Franco, so that sucks. But I like that they advanced the story. And Gary Oldman was Gary Oldman's awesome. Great. I, I think li- that might be why I like yeah, it. I, I like that they have advanced the story. I like that it's in a big open world, a jungle. I like that. But sometimes it's a little too convenient Yeah. Um, for the plot. I think like, they, there's some devices Woody does there, his, but... his Woody, so yeah, you, you'll enjoy the film. Uh, yes, and I am looking very forward to the third one, and you should too. That's my pick of the week is War for the Planet of the Apes. That has been episode 62 of We Podcast, and we know things. Guys, again, subscribe button. Hit it. Leave us a review. One, three, five stars. Doesn't matter. We'll read it on Who's the air. Who's better end. than us?
Exactly. <laughs> That's my thoughts exactly. We come to you on a Thursday night after all of the work that we had this week. You know, we have full-time jobs. We come to you on a Thursday night at now 8.39 p.m. Hey, dude, we also come to you on Saturday mornings from 7 o'clock. This guy wakes up and texts me at 6 o'clock in the morning, says he's on his way to my house. Someone's got to do it. God bless your dedication, <laughs> sir. You know, So that's what we do, but you can go ahead and leave that uh, review there. Subscribe to us. Follow us on Twitter, at WePod, and we know. On Twitter, uh, I'm sorry, on Instagram, at WePodcast, and we know things. Drop us a like on Facebook, why don't you, while you're at it. WePodcast, and we know things. And thank you to everybody for taking a listen. Pick up Mario Odyssey if you have a Switch. Pick up Wolfenstein, Assassin's Creed. Watch Stranger Things, please. Uh, And we'll be back next Saturday for episode 63. Thank you, everybody, for listening. And we'll see you next week. Let the binging begin.